Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You big gun bastard! Where'd you get your treat? Jesus Christ! One gamba tall this is the Dave Duke Podcast. Well, 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 said the man when he found water in the ground. How are things with you? Hands up, apologies, I've fucked up. No episode last week, we're straight on to episode 10 of the Dave Duke Podcast. I'm Dave Duke, thank you for being here. Why was there no podcast last week? Due to foreseen circumstances. I let outside controls outside work, get on top of me when it came to the podcast, and I didn't do enough in time to have time to record on Wednesday, and then the weekend was gigging. I am so sorry. I apologise. Do not think that this is going to be the start of things to come where it's Mr. Inconsistent. I I wrote a song. Maybe that'll make up for it. That's one of the things I was doing last week when I didn't record a podcast episode for you. I wrote a song. This is how it was played out on iRadio. I was telling Fanula that everything's going to be alright. It doesn't matter that your friends are gone to Australia. It doesn't matter immigration feels like an all-time high. We can make plans without them. Guess who's gone? Gone again. Guess who's gone? It's your friends. Guess who's gone? 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 The whole lot of them: Australia, America, Canada, Dubai, Thailand, New Zealand, England, and Scran to have some plans for our summer. And they go like this. Go to Emerald Park with your family assembled. Get up and cost your queue, Colin. Bring neighbour Mick Mullen. Travel now to the Ballyragget Fair. 
Ride the waltzers, if you dare, onto the sea for the open air. Feel the life of a billionaire. How about a church for a little prayer? Play Love Generation Bob Sinclair. Now you're on the road to a 90 in a hundred zone because you drive mighty. All your mates might have flighty. It's okay, let's watch Bruce Almighty. Take off your top and bathe in the sun. Did you ever think of a 5K run? Immigration can't stop our summer fun. How about a bit of all one-on-one? None of these up to your standard. My plans now feel slandered, but it's okay. It's all right. I have more ideas. They're just in sight. Ever think of a 5K run in the evenings, Fanula? No? No. You're not a runner? Not for me. It's okay. I've got more plans. How about these? We could enter the Rose of Tralee, travel to Cavan and taste their brie, visit our mass city centre, summer plans, I'm the inventor, I will not accept a dissenter, I refuse to hear a lamenter when every opportunity at the end of the day has only us two standing in the way, I know your argument, you say cliche, but have you ever read the slide at Hudson Bay, visit my grandmother, she's called May, she'd love to give us a cup of tea, I know you miss them, your mates are gone, on Byron Bay Beach, lying in a thong, even Lazy John flew to Hong Kong and he used to be fond of the bong. But hey, what's the use of dwelling when it's your summer? I'm for telling. Now you have me yelling. Is my song not compelling? I'm a good rapper, am not I? I'm actually decent. I've got a good flow. I'm a great lyricist. And I'm great at blowing smoke up my own hole too. Please accept that song as somewhat of an apology for there being... No episode last week to the podcast. Once again, foreseen circumstances. Didn't get on top of the work. We carry on. We move. Onwards and upwards and forwards. And by the way, it was my Granny May's birthday. And we had a beautiful dinner on Sunday just gone by in Darien's Hotel in Balashannon, County Donegal. The decor has not changed in that hotel from the 1980s. But the food is fucking banging. Excelente service, excelente gravy, excelente the price of drink, excelente. They still have old Heineken pint glasses from 2006 2007. It's just an old school spot with good food. So shout out Darian's Hotel, shout out Nana May, who had a big roundy birthday, and shout out to you for being here and the now. Strong club of 125 five-star reviewers. Thank you very much. Today I want to speak to you about Philip Schofield. Oh, that's dodgy, Dave. Oh, dangerous territory. Oh my God, be careful what you say about Philip Schofield and Holly Wallaby. Are you sure you want to be talking about that? Yes. Yes, I am. It's of great importance. And of great interest to me, and presumably you. But if you're unfamiliar with the situation, Philip Schofield was having an affair with a young fella who was working in ITV, but he was saying that he wasn't at the young fella, but he was at the young fella, and that it was legal. Oh, it was legal, don't worry now. Might have be frowned upon, but it was legal, and the shit has hit the fan since that but before we jump into the now we must know the before and the past because these things just don't rear their ugly head overnight no sometimes they take time and this one certainly did take its sweet ass time give me a 
Second, to explain to you the history of Philip and Holly. 2006, they started first working together on ITV's Dancing on Ice. Three years later, it's Phil and Holly on This Morning, ITV's This Morning. And they had a great relationship. They created some wonderful moments. They would come in after the TV awards in the dresses and suit that they wore the night before and pretend they were drunk. And everyone thought it was hilarious. The Gio de Campo. If my mother had bicycle wheels, wheels, she would have been the bike. All those moments, <laughs> explained very poorly by me, got millions of hits on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. They became British icons. ITV's This Morning became as important in I, in British television as The Late Late Show is in Irish television. A cultural British institution. This morning. Big fucking deal to host that show. Everything went swimmingly. And then, just before the pandemic, in 2020, Philip has to tell us something. What is it, Philip? Tell us your news. Tell us your story. I'm gay. Oh! <gasps> The nation holds its breath. Philip Schofield is gay. He comes out on this morning. Holly is to the left. Philip is to the right. That is the position of where an interviewee would be. It's very important in TV that the person doing the interviewing is to your left as you're viewing and the person who's been interviewed is to the right. It's dynamics, it's psychological, but it makes sense. So Philip is being interviewed, and it takes 13 minutes. I'm going to skip towards the end, because this is some of the interesting parts, and some parts that, in retrospect, and looking back now, oh, they're interesting. And this was this was the day that I, you know, I, I knew that everything was pointing towards, mm-hmm. um, and yes. I could not have done it. If it hadn't been you... Hadn't been you, Holly. If it wasn't for you, I don't think I could be gay. Um, so afterwards, I don't know. But no, there's no one. I'm not, I'm not rushing wait, out. Wait, 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 wait. Holly Willoughby, drop a clangor, why don't you? To anybody. Well, whatever happens in the future, I'll be sat by your side. Fucking lies, Holly. Lies. Lies. Why did you tell lies? Whatever happens, baby, I'll always be by your side. Unless things get difficult, then I won't be and I'll fuck you under the bus. Bye, Philip. Bye. I'll be by your side. On the road, when they're picking your skull off the term macadam because I've fucked you under the bus, I'll be by your side, Philip. Either here, in fact, come and sit here now where you should be. Give me a hug. It's too weird. And I'll be by your side forever. Lies. Thank you, my darling, so much. Ever and ever. Lies. Why did you double down so much? It was like you knew what you were going to do to poor Philip. Fuck him under the bus. Roy. Philip. Gay. Under the bus. Roy. Not saying Holly Willoughby is homophobic at all. I'm actually retracting that statement completely. I don't think she is at all. 
Just it's a bit funny how over the top she was. Like, I'll be by your side. Three years later. Fuck off, Philip. <laughs> bye, Philip. Bye. Need you as well. We need so you. You need you as is pointing down the camera lens. Me and you. You. Eamon and Ruth Ah big hugs Big claps So that was the day That was the show that Philip Schofield came out And everyone was happy for him Including I He felt a little bit for his family As he explained in that Very difficult for them to process But for Philip himself I am a true believer That whoever you are You should be able to live that life Unless you're a murderer. If you identify as a murderer, then, you know, you can't live that life. But if you're gay or bi or trans or whatever, you should be able to live your life. I believe in that. And I was happy for Philip. Moving on to where it all started to go wrong. And I am a believer that it wasn't Philip coming out as gay that unraveled his career and his life Q-gate Queen Elizabeth II killed Philip Schofield's career why Dave because I'll tell you why September 2022 Queen Elizabeth dies bong gone R.I.P. to the Queen you used to be sorry Queen Lizzie You've had your go. Thank you. Fair play. Great life. Very interesting. Everyone is in mourning. Britain is in mourning. When I say everyone is in mourning, I mean Britain. Most of them. A good a good few of them. A lot of people. A lot of people were mourning. And a queue starts to form as she's about to lie in state. People want to pay their respects to their sovereign. Walk by the casket, nod, out the door. No Irish wake, no whiskey, no tea or coffee or sandwiches or little cakes or buns or crack or bit of session, bit of kelia, none of that crack. Come in and bow and fuck off. But people were queuing for crazy amounts of hours. Even David Beckham, big balls himself, turns up. Yeah, I used to play football. I love my queen. Make me sick, why don't you, David? And I loved you as a footballer. But you're an awful lick arse. He's queuing with the people and he's taking selfies and photos and he's talking to journalists. Even though he's taking blood money from Qatar to promote their World Cup. Even though so many migrant workers were killed in terrible conditions human rights abuses but it's okay don't worry about David Beckham getting blood money he queued to see the dead queen so he's a great lad let him go and as the nation of Britain and some people further afield are fawning over David Beckham falling in love with him for the first time maybe falling in love with him again a photo emerges from the Queen Lion and State with Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby walking by. And red flags immediately are raised. How the fuck did they get in there? 
They skipped the queue. Those bastards. And once that was thought by one, it was thought by many, and the two of them were fucked. Because the more they protested that this was a legitimate filming for ITVs this morning, the more people said, Well, David Beckham queued. Surely ye could have too. Even though it makes perfectly logistical sense that if you're doing something for television or media, that you get to skip queues. Maybe that is my school of thought. But you can't take 27 hours to make a bit of TV when you're going to be on the next morning. Skip the queue. But David Beckham had fucked them because they put them at the same level. People couldn't get into their minds that this was for a TV piece. The more they argued that, the more it went against them. And since September 2022, Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby were not looked upon as UK sweethearts. They were not looked upon as, oh my God, the perfect Ant and Deck couple, male and female, on TV, on Dancing on Ice, on ITVs this morning, social media bits, they're on adverts. The whole mirage unravelled. Think of all the goodwill that there is in this country for Michael D. Higgins, our president. Il Presidente, Uktron Neheran. That's what they had in Britain. No exaggeration. Now, can you imagine Uktron Neheran, Michael D. Higgins, been absolutely despised by most of the country all at once? That is what happened to them essentially overnight. And since that moment, since Qgate, skipping to see the Queen dead things have taken an awful turn for them they had started to retract a bit of credibility ITV's this morning was going well but then poor Philip's brother turns out to be an awful pedo and I say that with no qualms because he is a convicted pedophile and he was away for a bit in March and April he took time off for the trial His brother went down for sex crimes. Philip comes back and says, As far as I'm concerned, my brother's an awful pedo. I no longer have a brother. So Philip Schofield comes back after his brother becomes a convicted pedophile. And his first show back after a good while off is Monday the 17th of April. This is the first show after the Easter break. Holly Willoughby should be there. But we're told, Oh, sorry. Holly's not back. It turns out she's got shingles. But eventually they do reunite. But in the middle of May, the son reports that, oh, there's a bit of a rift. There's a bit of, a bit of animosity between Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby. They're barely speaking. They're going in and they're smiling and they're making human contact with each other on the ITV this morning couch and everything looks grand, but behind the scenes, shit is not grand. And this rumbles on. The next day, the 11th of May, Philip Schofield gives the Sun newspaper a statement. And he says, Philip Schofield to Holly Willoughby, You've been my rock. The last few weeks haven't been easy for us. As I've said before, 
Holly is my rock. We're the best of friends. She's an incredible support on screen, behind the scenes and on the phone. Holly has always been there for me through thick and thin and I've been there for her. But Holly Willoughby goes apeshit. This fucker is after telling the world that we are all A-OK and I don't feel like that. So Holly Willoughby is pissed that Philip Schofield has told everybody Ah, we're grand, we're fucking sound. Holly Willoughby is my friend, my rock, my support. Holly Willoughby is already trying to fuck Philip Schofield under the bus. And this lasts for all of nine days. And then on Saturday the 20th of May, Philip Schofield announces, I'm gone. (laughs) You know the way I told you on the 11th of May that me and Holly Willoughby was getting on sound? Well... It's nine days later and I've actually decided I'm going to step down from this morning and the best of luck and good luck. Good luck now. Now I'll still be doing bits on ITV but I just won't be doing this morning. The next day uh, we're told that Hammond and O'Leary will take over. Alison Hammond and a very good looking man, Mr O'Leary. He is fair play to him. They're going to take over for the next few weeks. Holly Willoughby won't be back until the 5th of June. Then on the Monday, there's a tribute from Dermot O'Leary and Alison Hammond to Schofield. It lasts of all of 40 seconds. Morning. Hello and welcome to Mondays this morning. Now, we can't start today's show without paying tribute to the man who spent the last two decades sitting on this morning sofa, Philip Schofield. So, as a show, everyone on and off screen at ITV and this morning, I want to say a huge thank you to Phil for what he's done to make the show such a success over the last 21 years. Quite simply, we all know he's one of the best live television broadcasters this country has ever had. And we and all the team wish him all the best for the future. Yeah. So, Holly's now taking a break over half term. She'll be back in the studio in two weeks on Monday, the 5th of June. We're both going to be here throughout the morning. Here's what we've got coming up. And then on Friday, the 26th of May... Philip Schofield says, Well, lads, I'm back again. Remember that time I came out as gay? What I didn't tell you at that stage was that I was having an affair with a much younger man and that I won't be doing anything on ITV now and I'm basically stepping away from TV. Good luck again. What? 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 ITV then are out. Oh, well, fuck. Uh, Yeah. Well, we see, we seen, like, what you seen, that he was gay, but we didn't actually know that he acted on it. And we asked him before, are you writing this young fella? And he said no. Gee, we're, we're as dumbstruck as you. I can't believe this has happened. And essentially, that's where we are now. Philip Schofield had a rendezvous, an affair, with a much younger man. Much younger man. And that he was... What is the word? He was an adulterer. He... I'm missing the word now. Mmm. Fuck, that's annoying me. Adulterer. Infidelity? Infidel? Infidel sounds more like he's a terrorist. Infidels! Oh my god! Infidel... Basically, there was infidelity in his marriage. With the woman. God love her. But 
I just thought that was automatically assumed when he came out as gay three years ago. Did anyone else think that? Not about having the affair with a much younger man, which he said was legal. Let me get the exact wording before Philip Schofield's lawyers. Uh, Oh, yes. In Philip Schofield's statement, he said he was deeply sorry for lying about the relationship to ITV, his colleagues, friends and agents. I did have a consensual on-off relationship with a younger male colleague at this morning. Contrary to the speculation, whilst I met the man when he was a teenager and was asked to help him get into television, it was only after he started to work on the show that it became more than just a friendship. That relationship was unwise, but not illegal. It is over now. So it was legal, but unwise. Very unwise, Philip. Very unwise indeed. Manny's man's Mickey has got them into phenomenal trouble, and it turns out Philip Schofield is no different. So as we stand now, Holly Willoughby is meant to be back on Monday, 5th of June. Happy front and centre, but I don't see that happening. It's going to be very hard to come back, especially with all the animosity that is being shown towards her on social media. Good example is if you go to her Instagram, previous posts, few hundred comments, say 500, 600, that's the norm. The last one that she put up on the 18th of May has 4,700 comments and most of them are saying, don't come back. You knew. You aided and abetted Philip Schofield. You allowed him to have this relationship with a young fella. It's not right. What's your opinion on the whole lot? What do you think? Personally, I think it was fucked up. Your man clearly was underage when Philip Schofield met him. Whether he waited until he was legal and then made his move or he never intended to make a move and then it just happened that he was illegal when he did get with him. I don't know. Je ne sais pas. Just a bit too much of an age gap for me to be comfortable with it. Al Pacino is having children at mad ages. So is Robert De Niro. Horny fucks. Personally, I do hope I have the energy when I'm their ages, into my 60s and 70s. But you also hope that it wouldn't be with someone so young. So we wait and see. There might be updates next week. If so, I'll bring them to you. But I'd be interested in your opinion. Have you been following this story? Have I explained it well enough to you? Do you feel you have a better understanding than you did before of what is happening? Please God you do. Manny's a sexual organ has got us in trouble. As a species. And long will that continue. Mickey's and vaginas and everything in between have ruined careers, livelihoods, dare I say nations. Time for the gospel. A gospel according to Dave. A letter from Dave Duke to the podcast. Conor McGregor is a fucking 
clown. That concludes today's podcast. Go in love to the Lord and serve the podcast well. There may be a longer Conor McGregor gospel at a further date. But I don't have the energy nor the capacity to tell you my true thoughts on Conor McGregor after trying to explain to you Philip Schofield's predicament and situation that he finds himself in. Holly too. Holly's in a bit of a predicament as well. But I feel she's not in as much of a predicament as Philip is. Questions for the podcaster known as Dave Juke. Would you eat a spoon of coleslaw if it meant you could host slash present the Eurovision? Andrew, that is one of the best questions I've received on the Dave Juke podcast. That is a thinker. I don't know where my balance is between my hatred of coleslaw and my love of Eurovision. I'd hate to go against my own morals by eating a spoon of coleslaw. I'm trying to weigh out, would the torture of the coleslaw be worth the elation and the jubilation of presenting Eurovision? Andrew. Now, fuck coleslaw. Fucking, if if I can't do the Eurovision without eating a thing of coleslaw, then fuck Eurovision. Fuck Eurovision only because coleslaw need fuck off coleslaw. That's what I'm trying to say. No, I won't. I won't. If you were to offer it to me tomorrow, I would still say, I'd love to present Eurovision, but no thank you, coleslaw. Goodbye. Laura asks, do you live on the border of Cavan? Just your accent doesn't sound like Leitrim. Laura, I don't live on the border of Cavan, but I do live on the border of Sligo. I live on the border of Donegal and I live on the border to a smaller extent of Fermanagh. Hence this much of an accent. Hence me being from Leitrim proudly, but not having a true Leitrim accent. But then again, what is a true Leitrim accent? So I'm a mix of primarily Donegal, so primarily Leitrim. Then the next biggest mix would be Donegal. Then there'd be a spicing of Schlegel and there'd be a spicing of Fermanagh. Hence why you have that accent. Uh, Van asks, this is her Instagram name, would you like to bring the Bop Bop Baby Bus live like a podcast? Yes, absolutely. If iRadio would give me the money, we would have a real life Bop Bop Baby Bus. But they won't. Because buses are expensive. I probably will do it myself. I'll probably get a bus. I'll probably slap some artwork on it that says it's a bop up baby bus. And I'll drive that. And finally, Rad, what has been your favourite TV show of all time? Oh, Rad. Can I be stereotypical and say Father Ted? A few of the early series of The Simpsons are brilliant. Black Books. Uh, IT Crowd. That, that Three of those are uh, Graham Linehan. 
who has a questionable record on social media, <laughs> to say the least. On that note, that concludes today's podcast. If you've enjoyed today, please give it a five-star review. Tell your mates about it. I hope I've done an alright job of explaining to you the Philip Schofield situation. If not, always open to feedback. You know where to get me? Dave at DaveDuke.ie Mr. Dave Duke on Instagram. Till we speak again, take it, savage, handy. <laughs>